Um, yeah, so this episode I'm going to talk about isolation. So within the PTSD community, um, people who have it, like myself, isolation appears to be a huge thing. Um, a lot of times, and people might think of people with PTSD as being a lot of times veterans, and a lot of times they are, people who were in war, which is obviously traumatic, um, but there's also rape victims, there's childhood abuse victims, which I'm one of those, um, there is, you know, there's just people who have been in traumatic car accidents, it goes a long way, um, I will say with my particular type of PTSD, I grew up with this, um, and so I've been isolating for a long time, um, since I was a teenager, um, and I wasn't diagnosed until I was in my mid-30s. I'm 37 now. So just in the fall of 2017, I was diagnosed. Um, there was a traumatic event that occurred, which I, I won't discuss because it involved other people. Um, but an event occurred that triggered it big time. Big, big, big. And it was the way that things played out kind of woke me up to this is why this is the way I am. Um, this is where it comes from. And I was so thankful and so fortunate on this planet that there is a therapist here in Springfield, Illinois, a very well-qualified therapist. I'll have to ask her if she wants me to mention her name in later episodes. But she diagnosed me so fast with PTSD, and I had been in therapy for years. I always did the, kind of the cheaper route. I did spend more money seeing her, um, which was so worth it, um, but no one had ever diagnosed me, and I'd been going for years to people. She had it within two sessions, so quick, and she was so spot on and so accurate, um, and I truly thank her for doing that because it, it brought me so much peace and comfort to know, okay, this is what it is, because I had tried to di- self-diagnose for years. And I was always kind of on, maybe off, but she was spot on. Um, and it's it's been an interesting journey the last two years. Um, but getting back to isolation, so I will say if people are out there struggling with this and they are isolating themselves, one thing that helps me is to not think about what I don't want to do. So... Let's say, you know, if you're isolating, you should go out, go for a walk, go out in the sunshine. A lot of times I will talk myself out of doing that. And that's the problem is I I overthink it. So, you know, just go out and just do it. Imagine someone is yanking your arm and they're literally pulling you out of where you are and they're getting you out there. Because if you're isolated, you might not have that friend anymore who's sitting there saying that to you. You know, you might have, you might have, um, secluded yourself to where you you don't see them anymore they, they don't know where you went you know they they don't they know that you don't want to talk anymore um so you're all on your own so it's you know you got to kind of envision things that make you want to just kind of get out and do something and maybe even just go to the gym you know go to a bookstore just go around where the people might be where you can maybe just sit and just be around people Um, Or maybe follow a podcast like this. One reason why I'm doing this podcast is because it is 
to the listener, it is anonymous if they want it to be. So this isn't something that a lot of people want to talk about. They don't want to talk about PTSD and isolation and suicide and possible drug or alcoholism, you know, things that come with that. They don't want to talk about feeling bad um, because other people don't want to hear, you know, negativity. I can't tell you how many times I've heard that. Um, You know, they don't want to hear it. They're like, oh, we don't want to hear your griping. We don't want to hear this. So you isolate because that's all you can think about, you know. Um, But just maybe just get out and do it. Just go out and do something where you aren't isolated. Um, One thing that's comforted me since I was a teenager was just going to the movies. You know, just go by yourself. You know, who cares? Just get out and go do something where there's other people. Or even where there's animals, you know. Maybe go to a, a shelter and just see see cats and dogs or something. Um, but uh, isolation is very heavy in this with this disorder. Um, I will say that there's someone on Twitter named... Ru- Her name is Ruby Wax... And she is very helpful on Twitter. She's very into mental health. And every week, I think it's like every Monday or something, um, one day of the week, she always says, have you been kind to yourself this week? And she always kind of wakes me up to the fact that I've been really hard on myself all week long, really hard. Um, And I don't notice it when I'm doing it, but whenever I see her ask that question, have you been kind to yourself, it always makes me think, no, I haven't. So, anyway, the message of this episode is imagine someone pushing you out to go do something maybe you don't want to do. I'm not saying put yourself in situations where you're uncomfortable. I'm just saying um, be a little less isolationist. Um, It can really get you down, so just don't let it do that. Just get out, be kind to yourself, and go enjoy the day. Um, and I'm going to exit with that. So take care.